Let's open our Bibles this morning to Luke chapter 2 and the 7th verse. Luke chapter 2 and the 7th verse. Can somebody read it for me please? And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Amen. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in the swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. This morning, I want you to meditate on a thought. Make room for Jesus. Praise the Lord. We make room for many things. We make room for people. We make room for our holidays. We make space for different things. How many of you this morning, as we remember Jesus Christ and what he has done for us on the cross of Calvary, hallelujah, want to tell him, I want to make room for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We want a church who does not make room for the crowd. I said, Lord, I thank you for all the people that week after week that you bring new people, old people. But give us the grace as a church in 2018, starting from today, to make room for Jesus in our hearts and in our lives. How many of you make it as a prayer? I've understood that Jesus Christ, when he said, draw unto me and I'll draw nigh to you. I always said, Lord, why you asked us to draw us first? For he said, blessing, miracles, healings, deliverances, everything I give my people for free. There's nothing they have to pay. But if they want more of me, it is not to be forced upon. It has to be chosen upon. Hallelujah. If you want more of Jesus, he will not force himself. He might give you a blessing. If you keep asking for a blessing, he might give you. The Bible says, Israel, it's asked, kept asked for meat. And he said, okay, take it and go. He said, forced upon in the mouth. But when it comes to Jesus, he will not force it on you. He said, draw unto me and I will draw nigh to you. How many of you want to get close to Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to draw nigh to you. Amen. Hallelujah. When Ruth uncovered the feet of the Boaz, what she was saying was, I know that you gave me barley. I know that you gave me a house. I know that you treated me well. I know that you have told them to give me extra. But when I uncover my feet, it's not about all that I got. It's about you. Praise the Lord. How many of you will uncover him this morning? Praise the Lord. When you come at the feet of Jesus and look to him and say, Lord, it's nothing I want except you. You are uncovering a face of Jesus. This morning, we want to uncover Him. Praise the Lord. Make room for Jesus. Christmas means making room for Jesus. We make room for our finances. We make room for our contacts. All that we do. How many of you will say, I want to make room for you, Lord? Praise the Lord. Christmas means making room for Jesus. Somebody asks you tomorrow, what is Christmas? It's a making room for him in my heart, in my life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We accommodate people, parties, uh, functions in the Christmas week. We want to try to accommodate everything. But how much more we want to say, Lord, even if none of these things, hallelujah, means anything to me, Lord. None of these things, anything to me compared to you, Lord. I want to make room for you more than any of these things. Hallelujah. I thank God for family. I thank God for family reunions, family f- 
fellowship, family dinners, family lunches. But what is important this Christmas season is to make room for Jesus and His presence. We know that how much ever we try, we can't make enough room. There is still more. Hallelujah. What is to make room for Jesus? When a guest comes into your family, you will ask them to sit in drawing room or living room. That's all that you will allow them. You will not allow a guest to come to your bedroom. Praise the Lord. But when your husband comes in, he is not told to sit in the living room. Some people do. Some families, they do. Husbands come late. You sleep in the living room. But most of the times, he is allowed to have more fellowship. He's allowed to step into everything that that house signifies. That's called marriage. That's called relationship. Not just a living room or a kitchen. Lord, you are my husband. We are in a relationship. You can have all the room. All the wife comes in. You can have everything. Some husband says, oh, finances, I will take care. You take care of your money, I will give you 10,000 rupees and you sit in the corner. That's not marriage. Marriage means a union of everything that we have. When you say, Jesus, make room, you're not telling, come on a Friday, come on a Sunday, come on a Christmas week. You are telling every day, 365 days, hallelujah, you have place in my life. You have every place in my life. You can talk to me anything that you want. Hallelujah. You are making room for Jesus. Hallelujah. We even make room for funerals. If somebody dies, we immediately leave the church and go. But we never make room for Jesus. What is Christmas? The sea of Christmas means, the sea of Christmas means Christ has come. Amen. Christ has come. A simple proclamation that Christ our Messiah has come into this world and whoever believes in him shall not perish shall be saved praise the lord we are using a small platforms in our lives to simply tell people christ has come into this world how many of you have been given platforms by the lord in house in a house in a place of influence in offices with your friends how many of you are using those platforms to proclaim jesus christ and his peace and his joy how many of you are a carrier of that presence into somebody else's life praise the lord see for christmas means christ has come look at somebody that says christ has come amen god has given jesus christ to celebrate and to proclaim it is to celebrate. proclaim Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Christ has come. When you lift up Jesus like that, when I look into the past revivals, I was looking, going through some of the photographs of some of the past revivals that has happened in our generation with, our, with the people that God has used in our lives. I was looking at some of the photos and one thing the Holy Spirit was telling me was their only aim was to lift up Jesus, nothing else. Today we want to be lifted up. Our name needs to be spoken about. We come church to be recognized, to appreciate it. 
when the past revivals happen because none of these things matters they came to proclaim Christ Christ in us the hope of glory they represented Jesus Christ and his life their very uh, ounce of their lives the very 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 breath of their lives carry the breath of Jesus Christ not only in the pulpits their very lives at their homes carried the love of God they did not need a pulpit to glorify Jesus their very house the very people who came into their house that's the Jesus and before they went back that is the kind of room that we need to give into our hearts into our lives hallelujah if you have that Jesus in your heart the devil will keep a distance Herod want to kill Jesus but never could come close. Isn't it amazing? Herod wants to kill. He was so close yet too far to touch Jesus in the manger. When this Jesus is lifted up in our lives, the devil will be far, far, far away from our lives. When you lift up this Jesus, the addictions will be far, far, far from this life when you lift up this jesus divorce will be far 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 from our lives which jesus are you lifting up praise the lord everybody says see christ has come h stands for hope the christmas h stands for hope hope that has been fulfilled hope released into our lives hope of 6,000 years of prophecy of prophets and their law and the prophets has been born in a manger 2,000 years ago hope has come we don't need to be hopeless anymore if you have hope every day it's a head start everybody say it's a head start Hope is a head start. It just gives you a start. A boom, a booster start. So many people get up from their sleep with bad dreams and no starts, restless. Hope has come. 6,000 years of prophecies has been fulfilled. Reconciliation, redemption, eternal life. Everything has come through the person of Jesus Christ. What a loving Savior. All in one. You want healing? It's in Jesus. You want deliverance? It's on Jesus. You want anointing? It's in Jesus. 6,000. Other day I was looking at you. I went for one of my plays that was performed by, with many students. My son also was performing of their school. And I was sitting there, I was taking, I was seeing all the fathers, all the mothers sitting there and looking at their child onto the stage, focusing their camera, even when they're told not to take photos, they will be focusing, including me, sorry, <laughs> focusing our cameras onto our children and, and, and performing and, and celebrating them all two and a half to five years. We're all doing that. I said, such love flowing. And then I thought for a minute and I started crying there on my seat. I said, if so is the love of my heart flowing for my son, how much more my father in heaven is spotting me on the chair right now sitting there. 
when you even don't know that you are loved he's spotting you there he's spotting you there right there he's having a camera on you but that's not what made me cry what made me cry is this one thought that the love of every father in the entire world who has gone who has come who will ever come is wrapped up in the heart of our father praise the lord ella appamarde snehavum ulkalam pettuna oru hrudayava when my father in heaven looks at you he is not one father he carries the love of every father who has ever been born from adam till now and is going to be born is all in the heart of that father looking at you and still if we don't have hope i don't know which jesus you are following idella vondayittu ninge prathyashayile nee yesuvinaya follow him praise the lord christmas it speaks for hope some people have an akan spirit akan chelavar achennum parayu achen akan spirit Akan is the one who found the place called Anchor, the valley of trouble. Anchor. I don't know, some people, good people have the habit of getting into the wrong side of God's word. I don't know why. Sometimes when I ask prayer to intercessors and I say, see, I want to pray for this good man, good woman. Sometimes you can't take the name, so it's a good woman. but on the wrong side of god's word always get into trouble always on the wrong side of god's word wrong side of jesus sometimes some enemy plants a thing thinking that jesus is not enough they go into the world for counsel jesus has healed them jesus has delivered them jesus has saw them through but for some reason they keep listening to the counsel of the people who does not have faith and get into trouble and then they know they are in trouble their mind is oppressed hallelujah but i have a good word for you this morning in luke 3 6 and 7 he will make your crooked thinking straight again praise the lord the trouble thinking always that getting into trouble mode he will make it straight and give you straight thinking this morning hallelujah Praise the Lord. Glory to God. There is hope in Jesus. You don't need to go outside and get into trouble like Achan. The valley of Achar. I anchor or Achar. Some of the version says the valley of heartbreak. How many of you have disappointed? Stop following Jesus and you have a feeling here. Ah! Ah! Ouch! 2018. 2018. that kind of feelings won't come you don't have to sit at home that hopeless heartbroken feelings deep inside praise the lord the valley of anchor the bible says will become a door of hope praise the lord some of the version says a land of hope you are going to god is calling you into a life and you a land of hope you don't need to be hopeless again every day the life should starts with hope look at two people and say start your day with hope we start our life with oops ouch malayaligalana ayyo the christmas r 
stands for righteousness everybody say righteousness righteousness if i get the spelling wrong just correct me okay r for righteousness everybody say righteousness is ours greatest weapon against the accusation of the enemy is the righteousness of god greatest weapon against the feeling of guilty and condemned and useless is the righteousness of god you don't please to god you don't please god to be righteous it is because you are righteous you want to please god praise the lord so many people are trying to please god by becoming right and right and they fall and they fall but let me tell you change the way you think lift your hands and day and declare every day at the start of your life i am the righteousness of god i have a right standing with god through the wash to the finished work of jesus christ and to his blood and through his cross and when you start declaring that over your life hallelujah god will release a grace from within to please him and to live a holy life hallelujah if your hands are i am the righteousness of god Bible says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper you will condemn every tongue that accuses you this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and righteousness comes from jesus lift your hands and give a clap offering to jesus the god has made you righteous through the blood of the lamb thank you jesus when you declare that you are the righteousness of god the more you contemplate and more you think about it god's grace and unmerited favor will start flow into your life you will not want to flow in the flesh you will want to flow in the fruit of the spirit how do you know that you are walking in grace look at two people and say how do you know you're walking in grace you have the fruit of the spirit love joy peace kindness praise the lord patience faithfulness humility salt showing forth that means you are walking in the grace of god and grace and favor release you when you know that you have a right standing with god you become more submissive as a husband you take your place as a wife that you will respect your husband as a children you will be submissive to your parents as a church you will be submitted to the pastor it will not be feeling that something is uh, uh, made wrong about you or something wrong is happening to you in the church you will be always flowing with the right focus in the church every negativity will leave your life you will not see pastor as a villain hallelujah and the church as the uh, war zone come on church is not the war zone somebody the way they come inside it's like getting into the war zone you come to church to get outside of the war zone come on pedichu inda kartave this is the family of god this is the body of christ god has placed you don't come here as getting into a war zone you come here and the war leaves your heart somebody said grace is god's riches at christ expense G R A C E. Today, every every word I'm giving you definitions. <laughs> If you are a good student, you can write it down. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Somebody said it is God reserving and caring, or receiving and caring you with exertion, with exertion, with an effort. That's grace. 1 Corinthians 15 says grace is god's vigorous vigorous action or effort in our lives to help us to walk in god's purpose somebody read 1 Corinthians 15:10 but by the grace of god the, yeah but by the grace of god i am what i am 
and his grace toward me was not in vain but i labored more abundantly than they all yet not i but the grace of god which was with me amen yet not i it was the exertion the vigorous effort of god that made me do it come on i pray this morning some of you will experience the vigorous effort of the holy spirit the vigorous energy and the exertion of the lord upon your life and make you do that which you can't do it naturally hallelujah grace will flow when you know that you have a father you are a son you have a right standing with god chri of christmas stands for inheritance everybody say inheritance inheritance that has been bestowed are you getting something out of it hallelujah christ once again c for christ has come h for hope r for and i for inheritance inheritance that has been bestowed inherited why because you are not a slave anymore you are a son god has placed inheritance over your life amen everybody say god has given me a good inheritance yeah good god has given me a good inheritance sometimes we try to compare there is no comparison god has given you a good inheritance hallelujah don't walk like a low person a low key you have a good inheritance you are a prince you are a king there is a lot that is assigned by the lord for your possession oh come on church this morning i pray this morning you will secure your lot by faith you will secure your lot hallelujah knowing that it's given for possession ninak avagashapetta ninu yetedukuna pagalaaki maarate hallelujah deuteronomy 4 and the 38 verse is something powerful deuteronomy 4 and the 38 verse driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you to bring you in to give you their land as an inheritance amen driving out before you nations greater and mightier than you and to bring you in to give you a land as your inheritance the cancer is mightier than you the doctor's report is mightier than you praise the lord the world and its people and the accusations is mightier than you but god said i will displace them and i will place them place you in your promise hallelujah even this morning god will displace the mightier report of the doctor and will place you in your healing god will displace you from the accusation and will place you hallelujah in your true hallelujah worth hallelujah god will displace hallelujah that which the enemy has caused to trouble you and will place you in the rock of jesus christ he will displace what the enemy's tactics and will release you and place you in god's plan and in his inheritance hallelujah you have an inheritance we have heard salvation comes from two word we have heard it before one is yaza yaza what is yaza romans 10 and that 11th verse says all those who call upon the name of jesus shall be saved salvation that word saved comes from the word yaza or joshua or yahweh or yahweh says which means to deliver when god saved you he delivered you praise the lord amen 
നീ ബന്ധനത്തിലിരിക്കാനല്ല കർത്താവ് നിന്നെ വിടിയിപ്പിച്ചു ലിഫ്റ്റ് യുവർ ഹാൻഡ് സെൻസ് ഗോഡ് ഡെലിവേർഡ് മീ ഈ യാസാ യാസാ കെയിം അപ്പോൺ യുവർ ലൈഫ് വാട്ട് ഇസ് ദാറ്റ് മീൻ ഇറ്റ് മീൻസ് അബൌട്ട് എ പേഴ്സൺ ഹു വാസ് അണ്ടർ എ ക്യാപിറ്റൽ പണിഷ്മെന്റ് ആൻഡ് ദ ത്രെഡ് ഇസ് ഓവർ ഹിസ് ഹെഡ് ഹി ഇസ് ഹാങ്ങിങ് ഓൺ ദ ബാലൻസ് ദ ദ ദ executioner is there he is going to do the capital punishment execute the capital punishment and suddenly somebody comes with a letter and say the president has said release him forth for he is acquitted he is free that's yaza hallelujah the devil's chain was around your neck hallelujah jesus was the written letter jesus was your newspaper he came with the news that you are acquitted you are free you are yaza amen How many of you are happy that hallelujah the devil's threat was on my I was under capital punishment I was sin I was under condemnation I was under guilt I was under curse God released me he gave me a yaza grace hallelujah The other word you've heard it sozo that's what I want to come in sozo nothing missing nothing broken sozo means nothing missing nothing broken Isaiah 35 and the fourth verse Isaiah 35 and the fourth verse Say to those who are fearful hearted be strong do not fear behold your god will come with vengeance with the recompense of god he will come and save you Amen he will come with the vengeance even this morning god is coming with a vengeance against the devil to save you to sozo you to miss it, to make sure that there's nothing missing and nothing broken Hallelujah. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Look at two people and say nothing missing, nothing broken. God has called you to a sozo life. What does sozo mean? Sozo does not mean I'm healed in my spirit and then somehow I live a holy life till I reach heaven and I'm saved. That's Christianity. No. That's not what sozo means. Sozo means that saving experience from your spirit will move into your soul your mind your thoughts your emotions your affections your decisions and will move into your body into your finances into your decisions into your marriage that the life of Jesus Christ will flow into every area of your life God's inheritance is not only in heaven his inheritance is there in your marriage Hallelujah good marriage a happy marriage is an inheritance a healed body is your inheritance hallelujah a good finance is your inheritance nothing missing nothing broken an emotional peace is your inheritance a good church is your inheritance a good pastor is your inheritance nothing missing nothing broken an understanding wife is an inheritance a caring husband is an inheritance having given the freedom to worship you in spirit and truth is an inheritance and don't stop there say oh i am saved now enik ishta thonnadho pole jeevichola eppalum vilichona engartave appalum njan oru 10 minute tharanam vilikkunnathinu munbu onnella onnu sheripiduthita angane poganano give me 10 minutes lord before i die so i'll get enough time to forgive and to to cleanse my system of all the booze that i've removed take him became mad and remove all the madness in him <laughs> it's like an orange there is the peel you have to peel it there is orange the outer part salvation when you peel it there is the skin 
there is the fruit there is the seed the spirit the soul the body your finances your marriage god will bless your marriage too marriage i cried out to the lord and said lord bless our people with suitable marriage partners because sozo has to flow into youngsters with the right marriage partners i pray this morning sozo life will hallelujah marriage partners fruitfulness it will move in your womb hallelujah it started doing it i've seen people who have oh, barren in their lives are started becoming pregnant god is releasing a miracle in your womb he'll give you a generation this sozo life And he said he's Kartava is doing it with great zeal. Ninikat Alpiri Lelum, he is with great zeal. Said, even if Vidyu Pikanam, Nasati in the Rikshikanam, I want to save him from destruction. Oh, come on, church. There is nothing to fear. There is nothing to fear moving to 2018, I assure you. In days of great peace and great rest. C-H-R-I S T What is T? T is telling the world The good news Say telling Telling 2017 Who did you tell? Air Tell about Jesus Pastor Mike Not with the mic, with your mouth. Telling people about Jesus. Simple way to celebrate Jesus. Telling good news. The mankind, Jesus. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, He sent His only Son, Jesus. Have you given Jesus to your world? If you have, hallelujah. I thank Jesus for your life. Amen. And I pray that God will give other people the grace to tell their world that Jesus is Lord. Tell their world under heaven, on earth, there is no name that could save their lives to eternity, but only through the name of Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Believe and baptize and you shall be saved. I pray 2018 will be a year of proclamation, will be a year of evangelization, will be a year of revival, will be a year of hallelujah, destroying the chains over your family and see your family getting into the ark in the blood name of Jesus. Through whom? Through your mouth and my mouth. Christmas M C-H-R-I-S T M stands for Ministry of Reconciliation. Say I have a ministry. Every Christian has a ministry. And A, for acceptance by God. The robber understood in a few minutes that I'm so accepted. He said, remember me. Bible says he remembers you are dust. He knows your weakness. He remembers you are dust. But even then, release your faith and tell him, Lord, I know that I've gone wrong. I know that I've made a mistake. But remember me, like Samson. Remember me, Lord. 
on smallest prayer remember me i know i've lost my eyesight i'm not no i lost my passion i know that i can't praise the lord i know that i'm not been coming i hardly been coming for a sunday meeting friday meeting and all it's gone from my life my calendar remember me lord help me lord i know that you have accepted me with all that i have i know that you have accepted me christmas a is acceptance say i'm accepted and s stands for sonship i'm no longer a slave but i have the privileges of a son amen the lack of time i want to tell you why do we celebrate christmas why do we celebrate christmas genesis chapter 1 verses 24 and 25 and 26 why do we celebrate christmas and i'll close it and god made the beast of the earth according to its kind cattle according to its kind and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind and god saw that it was good and god said let us make man in our own image and our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the earth over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth every creeping that, that creeps on the earth God wants you to have authority. Why do we celebrate Christmas? We are telling the world that we have authority over certain creepy things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus was born not on 25th. We know if he was born on one day. We know that every day is like a Christmas to us. But we want to tell the world that there are certain creepy things that is getting into hmm to our city to our country it's no longer called christmas it's called happy holidays it's no longer called christmas it's xmas we don't want that to happen we want the entire world to know 2000 years ago there was a savior that was born in the city of bethlehem in the hallelujah small place called nazareth hallelujah was born of the virgin mary hallelujah hallelujah he came into the world to save sinners who oh, i am the chief hallelujah he died he was buried and he rose again hallelujah and all those who call upon that jesus shall be saved and one of these days he will come in great glory to take his church back home hallelujah that jesus christ is still alive and he's living in you and in me and we have to choose one day tell the whole world that this jesus is alive in the best way possible hallelujah the 25th is everybody remembers it so bad but don't allow the creepy things to come and take the message away amen bible says to take authority over every creepy things amen Ephesians 4 says we are called can somebody read Ephesians 4 and verse 1 I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to have a walk worthy of the calling with which you were called Hallelujah walk worthy of your calling the devil takes authority over our lives over our families because we don't take authority and walk in our calling worthy of our calling because there are three kinds of heart the bible says one is called the cold heart 
which means the familiarity has come. He's become a carpenter. <laughs> Matthew 6 says, in the message translation, Christ, Christians has become like a regular show, like a regular theater. You want to read that? I read it on the Friday service. I just think that uh, I should read that to you. As a matter of fact, our Friday service was on the ground. You know, we just circled around and had a Friday service. There was no pulpit. And it's because of this scripture that I just happened to read. Sometimes, you know, it's good to go through some other versions also just to get a little bit clarity. Matthew 6 says, verse 5, And when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production either. All these people making a regular show out of your prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Sometimes it's like theater show. We don't want our church to be a theater show. Regular people coming, coming in, going out, worshipping, somebody not worshipping, somebody is like worship, somebody preaching, somebody blessing. It's like a theater. Cinema. Jesus is not in a box seat to watch all this. He says, go into a scheduled place, into a quiet place, into a private place. Let our heart not be cold. Let us have a, give a place to God. Let us have a rightful place. When he comes to a church, let's appreciate the church. Come on, church. It's a word that I want to speak to you. But let me tell you, Bethel is where Jacob saw the ladder going up and down to the gate of heaven. Church is the gate of heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bethel is the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. That is where angels are ascending and descending. Praise the Lord. It's the gate of heaven. You want to enter? You can enter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Appreciate the church that God has placed you in this city. And you will see the gate of heaven opened. Angels of God descending and ascending. Come on. How many of you want? And say, thank you, Lord, for the church that you have placed me. Hallelujah. Let's not become our heart become cold, going to pray, coming to church. Let's not be a theater that we do it weekly, weekly. Hallelujah. They people thought he was a carpenter's son. And unbelief crept, creeping. Unbelief crept into their hearts. Doubt crept into their hearts. Fear crept into their hearts. Unforgiveness crept into their hearts. Blasphemy crept into their hearts. Tonight, Bible says we have authority over every creeping things. We have authority over every creeping things. Every prayerlessness. It's a creepy thing that got into your heart. That pornography was a creepy thing that got into your heart. That peacelessness thing was a creepy thing that got into your heart. That message of that uh, female, hallelujah, worker was a creepy thing that you did not show your wife to. It's a creepy thing, hallelujah. That call that you are taking without your husband is knowing. It's a creepy thing that you got into your, hallelujah, lifestyle. Hallelujah. It's a disobedience to pastor. It's a creepy thing that has crept into your heart, into your life. It's a creepy thing. Bible says, God has created you in His image and likeness this morning. You have authority over every creepy things. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. No clapping. It's okay. <laughs> Praise God. 
It's a creepy thing. Walk worthy of your calling, the Bible says. Creepy thing. Hallelujah. Why do we celebrate Christmas? We're saying we are walking worthy of our calling. Amen. We are saying this day, we celebrate this Jesus. Somebody said the Red Cross has been banned in some countries because the Red Cross is there on it. They don't want that Red Cross to be seen. So it's banned. Are you banning this Jesus from your heart, from your life? Hallelujah. Creepy thing. What are the creepy things in Ephesians 4 to about 12 things are mentioned. I don't have the time, but I'll just mention it. Ephesians 4.2 With all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering. In all humility and gentleness, the Bible says. With all lowliness and gentleness. Some of the words says humility. Everybody said humility. Look at say pride is a creepy thing, bro. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Pride is a creepy thing. It is Lucifer who was proud. Everything pride was, Lucifer personified. Everything humility was, Jesus personified. Everything opposite to pride is what Jesus did coming down. Praise the Lord. Are you coming down? Over years, church, I don't know how many years you are in the Lord. Look at your life and say, have I become more humble or become more proud? Not to condemn you, judge you. Something that I as a pastor, looking into my life, moving to 2018. Gentleness. Not humility alone. Are you gentle? Are you gentle? Are you have a rest and a gradual way of doing things, taking care? Are you gentle? Are you patient? With patience and faith, Abraham received the promise. Bible says, he who meditates the word day and night, he will eat the fruit in? Fruit every day? Fruit every day? In due season. You need to be patient. Till that time, you have to meditate word day and night. For your season will come. Praise the Lord. Your season will come. You'll be ready when your season comes. You'll be ready just because somebody is fruitful doesn't mean that you don't have fruit. Hallelujah. Your fruitful season is not the way. 2000 year, 18 might be a fruitful season. So keep meditating word, day and night. Hallelujah. So you don't get upset somebody is blessed, okay? In 2017, you let this be a serendipity Let God surprise you, surprise you, surprise you. Hallelujah. Forbearance. Tolerance. In other words, tolerance. Like us, the Petra Church, full of tolerating people. Praise the Lord. 
endure to keep the unity discard disunity look at somebody say discard disunity disunity is a creepy thing that gets into the church to keep the bond of peace fighting families fighting churches fighting ministers will not build the kingdom of god peacelessness away from our hearts from our lives the bond of peace amen and pleasing the lord colossians 1:9 i'm closing it's closing 1:9 how to please and pleasing the lord for this reason we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding amen that's what we have to pray this morning to ask the lord to be filled with this knowledge of his will with the spiritual understanding this morning hallelujah so that we can authority over every creepy things this morning in the name of jesus how many of you believe that this morning how many of you believe that this morning hallelujah hallelujah and verse 10 also verse 10 that you may have a walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work say i am fruitful i am fruitful yeah and increasing in the say knowledge. i will increase yeah in the knowledge of god strengthened with all might say i will be strengthened be. yeah according to his glorious power yeah for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light amen that's enough giving thanks giving thanks before we end the last sunday almost the second last sunday of this year let's give thanks to god for this entire year amen hallelujah there is no beauty in complaining there is no beauty in complaining hallelujah let's finish hallelujah the last sunday take some time to worship i know i'm stopping fast not for you to go but to give you time to release your life to god afresh in worship hallelujah making room for jesus let's not make room for any creepy things let's make room for jesus amen may this message bless you work inside of you effectively and may you take authority over every creepy things that has crept into your life and your family and when you walk in the image and likeness of god and you make a person who makes room hallelujah in your heart in your life in every area of your life and move in the zozo life of god i declare it as the pastor of this church over your life this morning in jesus name amen if you believe it put your hands together hallelujah receive it by faith